When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Mail checks, invoices, documents, and everything you need to keep your business running. Get rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS. And with the mobile app, you can take care of mailing on the go. Make the same no-brainer decisions as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Salutations, everybody. It is Matty here today with episode 135 of the Ham Radio Podcast. And it's me, Carrick, with ACG. We thought Lone was going to be here this week. We did. We were sitting here like, is Lone going to be on? He told us in advance he wouldn't be here for two weeks, but between me leaving for a week, then coming back, and then Lone being gone, we're like, is this the week all three of us finally reunite? And what I like to do is wait for all three of us to be here to, to roll in a guest, because then the guest gets the full experience of us three idiots. So we, we don't have Lone this week, sadly. We miss him very much, but uh, he's busy traveling for work as we speak. I think he just got back from 24 hours of flying, according to his uh, Twitter account. So, mm. yeah, he's a, he's a busy boy. But uh, that doesn't matter because we got a – that doesn't matter. <laughs> it does matter, but uh, we got a lot of other gaming shit to talk about. So let's get right into it. It's starting off with EA. You already know they're the hot topic of the week. They've said two individually stupid things. We're going to start off with <laughs> linear games. EA has claimed that gamers don't enjoy linear titles as much nowadays. Now, with a year that included Hellblade and Wolfenstein 2 is just two that come straight to my mind. What do you think about these comments? Yeah, I mean, the only thing I can assume is that they did do, I mean, normally, well, I was going to say normally they wouldn't talk out their ass, but then the next thing we're going to talk about, they're literally talking out their ass. Mm -hmm. So I'm not quite sure if they did some kind of testing, focus testing or something where they came up with this claim. But it's the weirdest fucking claim because what it really should say is that maybe something along the lines of it costs more. That makes yeah. sense because linear games do cost more, uh, you know, if you're doing these big expansive things, you know, blah, blah, blah. Or they could voice acting. They're harder to do maybe for whatever reason. Those things would make sense on a technical level because you could discuss them. But when somebody says, hey, guys, you, you don't like games anymore of the genre I say, that's – yeah. It That's doesn't silly. make any actual sense. Yeah, yeah, it's very odd. See, what I just read it and reworded it as based off his comments in my mind was this doesn't make us enough money. Because later in the interview, That's what I thought. he yeah. goes on and says that, you know, sometimes when you realize you're not going to make a lot of money on the product, you have to change things up. Yeah. And now if we're talking gamers maybe lean towards replayable open world multiplayer mm-hmm. because they want more bang for their buck maybe they can't dive into every single title that comes out this year that makes sense i don't think i disagree with ea if they said something along those lines because yeah like a, a wolfenstein 2 you do have some of that end game content um but it, it is like a about a 10 hour game and you're kind of done afterwards yes you can replay it on on other difficulties but like it, it's not uh we'll say like a horizon zero dawn you beat the game you get dropped back into the open world there's more side quests to do and you can put more right. hours into the game. So, yeah, if they were talking bang for your buck, I'd get that. But they're talking enjoyment factor here, which is, like you said, why are they telling us what we enjoy? And I think it's because they want to justify what they did to Visceral Games. Yeah, and what's and, and then turned around and bought whoever, like, a week later. <laughs> Respawn. Um, it, Respawn, yeah. Hey, this looks it, great. It, yeah, buy us. 
Yeah, it's so it's so odd. And like um, I had Tarmac on who's pretty good at like breaking industry down. And he was he was discussing that there's a good chance that the removal of one company helped fund, you know, the next and help mm. purchase it. And that all makes sense like that. That all is pretty static. But when somebody just points and says this generic thing, the I took it the same way where it was a Microsoft scale bound kind of issue. Where they didn't like where it was going, which is fine. These are all, that's what's weird to me. These are two things we're going to discuss where what they said, three things actually, I think, topics today, mm-hmm. where what they said could have been explained very simply and there would have still been outrage because this is an outrage world, but it would have been, it would have been an outrage that you can argue and discuss. This is just a really odd thing to even say in the first place. And you're stuck going, okay, I mean, okay. Whoever you talk to, like, what's the number? There's no numbers for this. It's just like you guys don't like it as much as you used to. Exactly. Not 100% sure that's real. Ten years ago. So I'm trying to think what games were dropping in 2012, 2007. Uncharted 4 just dropped last year and did spectacularly well. So the the one thing I'm thinking of, or this year, sorry. No, this year year was the, yeah, this year was that expansion. So here's the question I have. Do you think that it's possible that Star Wars was far more linear than we all thought? Because I'm going to be brutally honest. I think if you and Lone and I were talking, we were thinking a little bit more in lines with an Uncharted. Not that it'd be open world. You know what I mean? Where Mm. it's like a little wide? Because it's Star Wars? (laughs) And so if they were like, no, this is Force Unleashed 1, where it's like paths. I wish there would be an explanation of that. Because if there was, the thing is, is they're doing themselves a disservice by not explaining it well, because then people are going to assume the worst because of the other stuff they're doing. Yeah. And it, it it's a lost, I mean, Microsoft could give them a bunch of pointers <laughs> on how, how to not say shit to people. But for, for starters, I agree that, yeah, that was the game that came to my mind. I, I instantly mm-hmm. thought uncharted when we were talking about this visceral star Wars game, because that was often the, the rumor and the comparison and, and what I've right. heard devs had said. Um, so what I do have to say and agree with is that when it comes to linearity, if we're talking like the order 1886 type of just like, mm-hmm. you're going to walk here, you're going to observe these things. You're going to shoot here like that type of straight and narrow. If they reworked a design like that, they totally have my support. Cause I didn't, I, I although the order 18 order 1886 had a interesting universe. So does star Wars. And it just didn't, with the bill it simply wasn't worth the money or time yeah and so maybe that's why they're reworking it i don't know what they're going to add to rework it which is why i'm just very much leaning towards they're doing some type of multiplayer component because we've talked about with Scalebound many times as the most recent example of a big cancellation that they see there's no way we make the money back on this it's better to cut dry and not just ship yeah. the product and especially with star wars if they're reworking the product now they're putting even more money into it how do you make that back besides game sales it there's only one right. way nowadays, right? So it's like, you know, unless they think this is going to sell 20 plus million copies and, and just break the internet, <laughs> that I mean, and, and it also impossible. reminds me, uh, yeah, I don't think so either. And it also reminds me a little bit of Gazillion because you had people who, now that Marvel Heroes is shut down, who were saying that they've known or felt something was weird for months. So did the people who were working on this. And so I also do want to say that it's nice for us because we hate some of these companies to diss on them a lot. But there is also the factor, just like Scalebound, that there were actual issues with the game. And I and 
that, that, you know, internally there was issues with, I mean, there's been a lot of discussion about some problems with leadership and stuff like that too. Mm -hmm. But it's weird because it's like, if they're giving these quotes, most companies will say, when you give this quote, this is the same quote you're going to give all the time. But instead, it, they're they're like talking out their ass and you get these weird comments like this and it makes you just go, I, what? Like, it doesn't make any sense. But mm. they don't seem to know it doesn't make sense. Yeah. And I, I don't know of anybody who says, I dislike linear titles. That's what's another thing that's weird. Like, I've yeah, never like, but I've noticed, I didn't realize how, how polarizing of a game Wolfenstein 2 was in, in many ways with the way discussions go. Like, there are people who don't like this game at all. And, mm -hmm. and passionately at that. And there's people who passionately love this game. And so what I noticed, though, is that a lot of people were like, 60 bucks for a, half a movie and half a game. Like, because I guess mm -hmm. there, I didn't think there were too many cutscenes personally. And I thought when there was a cutscene, it was really moving things forward. It just yeah. in my honest opinion. And I don't want to get into that too much. But yeah, I've noticed there is this like disdain for a, a linear title like that. But then there's this overwhelming and I think rightfully so positivity for a game like hellblade completely linear completely right but when i look at like visceral games what they've done i don't think you know like dead space in a way yeah it was linear but it, it like there were open areas of the ship to explore you could go back with new tools get into new areas right. i know three although struggled in certain areas opened up a lot with player customization and options uh so it's like i just i can't see visceral making a very narrow star wars right. game just with the right. way they've always built them with that said i mean we could look at guerrilla games you know they're building these narrow first person shooters in kill zone uh shadow fall opens things up a little bit and then we got horizon zero dawn a, a pretty good open yeah. world game so it's like you don't know what you're getting you can't just bang on based right. off what they have had what they've done in the past what you're going to get now but you can at least reference it and so what i've yeah. seen with visceral i don't know how someone could expect like an order 1886 type of design but who knows totally different ip for them to work with yeah for sure i mean it, it's all we'll never know yeah. most likely exactly what it was because i don't think it was far enough along True. to really say this is exactly what it was and i think it probably at least the rumor is it rebooted at least once so oh. you See, never the thing with really star know. wars is it's got a history of having like old projects yeah. 1313 interviews uh battlefront 3 still getting like that alpha gameplay out there for people yeah. you know it, it's ridiculous so star wars does have that type of history i think a darth maul game leaked too so it did god damn i forgot like, all about that right yeah. so there's there's the chance just because of the star wars community and how open right. things end up getting after cancellation of course i just want that star wars success story i, I really do i just want them Shit. to do that one single player game and just be like yes good job guys we did it <laughs> high five yeah really but on to the other bit of news that uh, EA had decided to drop in this same conference. They decided that uh, they're not changing strategies when it comes to microtransactions in Battlefront 2. When asked about cosmetics, they said this would break the immersion for players if there was a pink Darth Vader. I think that was a bit of narrow thinking. And especially when we have cross-era battles going on where we have Darth Maul facing Rey on Galactic Assaults on Naboo. Like... Yeah. Okay, that doesn't make sense. But um, regardless, what do you think about this? Um, yeah, I don't know if you got to see, but uh, they data mined it and they found a bunch of customizations. Yes. So, so you have the president saying, 
you know, or whoever this was saying, you know, we couldn't do it. And not only, yeah, not only is it done, there is actual, a bunch of it was actually done. So again, (laughs) you have this weird thing. It would, I I don't even know really how, it would almost be like you trying to say, oh, my channel didn't cover Fallout a bunch. And people look <laughs> yeah. online, right, and go, Mr. Maddie plays plus Fallout. And they fucking 8,000 videos. And they're all, no, it's right there. That's exactly what happened this morning is people literally just pointed and go, no, it's actually right there. But additionally, something that really disturbs me is a bunch of canon comics and a bunch of canon novels already that do discuss or show different stormtroopers dressed in different armors, all kinds of stuff. We talked about this a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. When, no, we talked about it a couple months ago when we were talking about what we wanted the game to have. When it comes to customization. And then he tried to say it's never happened. And the video shows the Twi'lek in the game. That's it's the actual thing. video. And the, and the campaign screams that they're just going to take those assets and put them right in the multiplayer. I mean, there's so That's many exactly random it. alien yeah. types that I don't feel belong in certain areas. But you're like, it's probably a multiplayer asset that's incoming. Right. And they're going to go, we right. were listening and we have customization now. Because I, I actually didn't see past the Republic part. I saw the Republic where they had mm. so many different versions, like the Coruscant Guards. They had the 501st, um, but I didn't see the the Rebels, the Empire. I didn't see the droids. Yeah. I don't know if they had customization as well. Uh, they showed the there was aliens. There was the the stormtroopers. I'm trying to think of what the video shows because it shows a ton. It shows like people scrolling through and and talking about it. And they data mined a bunch. That's insane, I, dude. The, but the 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 data mining and everything did prove that it was in there, which is the worrisome part because again, you do have somebody saying we were never allowed to do it. And then it showing up. And that's when you have to start saying like, what actually is going on? I mean, who knows what's going on? Maybe well, I had somebody tell me they're like, Oh, maybe they cut it. Cause there's cut content in every game, yeah. every game there's, yeah. and there's nothing wrong with a company leaving text documents this is way beyond that. Like this it's way looks like a that. feature complete. It really does. Yeah, so or, or at least feature half complete, but certainly more than feature discussed. Mm. You know, it's weird. It's yeah, just weird because they. You said they didn't even get past the discussions, right? And they. It's, yeah. Well, that's yeah, what he's video, saying. That, he's like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. Like it's what, just so. Confusing. What I'm saying is, uh, you know, I've actually been reading a Star Wars book lately. I have a Captain Phasma oh. comic. I, mm-hmm. I've. I've. You know, because it's Star Wars season now, so you like I'm yeah, getting right. into things, and uh, you know, especially with all these discussions I've been doing research, especially based off him going, well, we don't want to break the lore. I go, okay, let's see, you know, where they could dig into, and there's just so many right. different variations, skins. It's like if they did a little research, not I'm not calling them lazy, but like if they, you know, really went out of their way and, and dug into the universe a little bit, there's so much to take from. And it would be really a, in, an interesting way with such a big player base to bring new Star Wars fans into Star Wars we grew up with. I, I don't mean to keep repeating myself to the viewers who listen to me consistently, but I always say this. And not just because it's my favorite game of all time, but an old Republic pack would be really cool to me. You know, you got the Sith mm-hmm. Troopers, who are now the Empire. You got the Republic Commandos. I think that type of stuff would be really cool. And And... It would switch things up, but also introduce people like, what is the Old Republic? Oh, there's a free MMO. Okay. You know, one of those things. You learn a little bit about that. Learn about KOTOR. Because, I, I, you know, so many times when I start talking about KOTOR, there's always people who go, what is KOTOR? I've never exactly, heard of Exactly. Right. You know, and it's, it's obviously because as we move on, a lot of people's first systems are like the 360 and the PS3 or the Xbox One and PS4. 
So they're not hearing about these classic Xbox, old, uh, original Xbox games, I should say, or the PS2 era games. And so it's like, this is EA's chance to do the license some justice, I think, you know, introduce people to these universes uh, or part of the uni- parts of the universe through cosmetics, maybe. Well, and also, I mean, let's be honest, this is the same fucking company that released a pimptastic stormtrooper in their movie, the Chrome Stormtrooper, whoever the fuck that character is. I can't even remember oh, Phasma, much about Phasma. that. Yeah. Fat, 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 here, what here, is here. it? Oh, I got it. This person? Yes, thank you. Yep. So you've got that character running around looking like somebody's really nice old 1970s rims on their Dodge Dart. And so it's like, you've got this character, right? And obviously not like the other stormtroopers and that's in the movie so you can't tell me that like those kind of weird custom things can't be discussed obviously they can and then you have the books there is something about the interactivity you know where you jump in and maybe they didn't want that because they you know said the pink darth vader or whatever but here's the thing don't let them fucking do pink darth vader then like that's not that it's it's a little bit like the old saying of like throwing the baby out with the bathwater. It's like, oh fuck it, we're not doing anything, and you're all, well, wait, it, uh, we're smart. You can't also. It, it sort of disturbs me when we were, we sort of celebrate devs, celebrate pubs when they do good and they help everything, blah blah blah. But when you see something like this, and they sort of react this way, you have to look at them and go, well, fuck, man. If they don't even know what they're talking about. When bad shit happens, can we celebrate when good shit happens? And that's one of the conversations I've been having with like other YouTubers and stuff. Is like, do you? I mean, if these people are like, we, for example, Destiny, which we'll talk about in a bit, when they're like, we were surprised as you are. I'm like, okay, well then, if you do well, fuck you. I'm not gonna say you did well because you didn't know. And you can't have it both ways. And you have these presidents saying we can't do this, but it's in the game. It makes everybody really question everything. And I think mm-hmm. that that's sad, too, because like you and I talk about it. It's like you want to be positive or negative. We got I even said right before the podcast, I'm like, OK, we got a good mix of positive and neg- and and like bad stuff about the industry because you don't want to just be all negative. But it's hard. That's this really time hard. Around, but, it, it actually legitimately is like it's difficult because <laughs> here's the thing. And I've, I was thinking this the other day. I was like, you know, it blows my mind that. Normally around this time of the year for me, November, December, January, slowest period for me because I'm a predominantly news channel discussions. And when there's not Mm -hmm. news, there's nothing to discuss. There's, you know, my channel just declines a little bit. It's normal. It's, you know, part of life as things pick up into the next year and it's business as usual. And that's fine. But things I, I noticed when things never slowed down for me, I was like, holy shit. Like, that's how bad it's gotten because. It's like a couple of people I've noticed will tweet at me and go like, you just talk about negative shit now. You're, you know, you, you don't like anything. I'm like, wow, <laughs> I've never received that stuff before. It's like it's gotten yeah. it's gotten that bad. And, and I think part of it's because I have a more stern approach to shit where I'm like, well, fuck that. Sure. And so I'm not saying you don't, of course, but um, no, I know, you know, it, it's it's more so that like there's never been that slow period yet because things have gotten that bad where we're constantly one discussion after another. Like this guy in the same conference said both these things. He said both yeah, these things yeah, about, exactly. yeah, you guys don't like linear games, and guess what? We're not changing anything about Battlefront 2. My question with that, after saying it again, it just reminded me, did they learn? You know, let's say they come back and they say, okay, it's been a couple of months. Here's the star card loot boxes again. You can buy them. Buy your crystals, get your get your loot boxes, catch up to players who are 
way ahead of you. Which um which dude said this? Uh, Blake Jorgensen. Okay. Um, I also, and this is just me being honest. I also think that sometimes these guys are are really egotistical, and um, there's no reason to probably say we're keeping the Battlefront microtransactions identical until they get real close to rolling it out. So either they're really close to rolling it out, or you just have this ego egotistical person who may have been in on the original discussion who's like, we're not changing shit. And you're all, that's a really weird, it's a really weird way to react. It, it's very reactionary. It's very like, eh, we ain't changing shit. We checked and you're wrong. And it's like, not really. So oh, yeah. I, it, it makes me question when somebody's at an event like this, because I didn't get to see what he was asked or if he was just blurting stuff or what. But when you hear stuff like this, it makes you then wonder, like, who's handling their PR and who's saying, dude, you can't. I mean, we haven't even got close to the release yet, because at least as far as I know, it's not happening next week. Hmm. So why is this dude saying we're for sure even and I'm, by the way, I want to make sure people understand, I'm not saying they should do this. I'm saying it's surprising as a business person that they yeah. didn't. You know, uh, they're burning themselves in a weird way. And they're just letting the negativity roll up. Oh, absolutely. That's not what I One of my patrons was like, it's like they have a dictionary of what not to say. And yeah. They, they yeah. just go through it anyway. They're like, okay, this would piss them off. This one too. All right, we're going to say this today. You know, it, it it's crazy. I don't know how he, how they do it. I don't think they. I think you're right on the money with that. That he just kind of he was the guy on the side of the discussion. And goes fuck them. Keep yeah, it in. exactly. I mean, that's what he sounds like when you when you read what well, he said. Thing, you're like, both times it, it was the 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 attitude in the comments was kind of like a they're wrong, not us. Exactly. You, know, you don't yeah. like linear games. You are going to like the kinds that we make that generate a little bit more revenue. The the microtransactions they weren't bad. They're coming back the same. And then, yeah, right. and then defending that, oh, we can't do cosmetics because it'll break immersion. But like I said, there's, as someone who, who, you know, I like immersion in my games, but I can say that Battlefront 2 does a couple of things that could arguably break my immersion. But I think partially because the universe looks so damn good that you might miss it pretty easily and he might be leaning back on that a little bit too hard now. Yeah. It's just, it's just not right. <laughs> it's just not right. Yeah, it's it's very weird. And it, your most hated company in the world doesn't do this. Yeah, Activision. Right. They're, uh, and, and I'm, again, the, the thing is, they can't pull the wool over your eyes because once the game's released, people talk about it. So it's like Activision has seems to have figured out how to say things in a certain way. And um, I think I, I think I sent you, I think I said something in Twitter where like World War II outsold fucking Infinite. So it, it, it's already. So it's obvious that you can learn how to talk to people. And also, you can explain things. You know, if you're a dick, no one's going to listen. They're just going to be like, nope. Yeah, no, exactly. no matter if what you say makes sense, right? Put yourself right? in just... a real social situation, right? You know, like exactly. when someone's an asshole, you kind of get your back up. You're like, you what? <laughs> yeah. Say and that again. Just, how many times have you just been like, dude, I don't care if you tell me the fucking sun is a star. I'm going to argue with you <laughs> because you're a jackass. And that's sort of the way these guys are coming across right now, which is very weird to me. It's just odd. You wonder if they're maybe feeling a little bit of the heat. Maybe that's why yeah, there's a reaction to the reaction, really. It's just yeah, like there's too be. many knee-jerk reactions here. Um, but regardless, EA keeping things strong, keeping the news mill hot as we roll yeah, on no to shit. our next topic. Uh, it doesn't get better. Take-Two president claims microtransactions aren't gambling 
because of the content provided in Game Carrick. You made a news video on this. Yeah, I did, update. man. One of the rare ones, right? All right. I, I saw man, that. I, I literally mad. applauded my computer screen. I'm like, let's go. <laughs> I, I rarely ever do those because I, I don't think usually for me, I'm, I'm just very good at them. And things don't piss me off as much as maybe some other people. And <laughs> that was when he, when he said that he that the amount of content they give changes the actual definition, basically, of gambling. And I'm again, I'm not even arguing if it is or isn't gambling. It's the fact of what he said, which is that because we will give you a certain amount of content, you are not going to be allowed to call what we do gambling. And I was yeah. just like, the fuck are you? Because anywhere you go, four-star hotel room, because you are a gambler, guess what? When you trade out your chips, you are still gambling, even if you got that perk. If you go into the bar and you get a bunch of free pretzels, the moment you buy a fucking Kino ticket, it's still gambling. You that It makes no sense what he said. None whatsoever. And it's funny because a bunch of people reacted to it. A bunch of like websites were like, what the fuck? None of this makes sense. But once again, you have somebody who's in charge. Unfortunately, 2K or, or take two is almost worse than EA right now with, with the com comments they've said where we don't feel the audacity to say we don't feel like we're monetizing enough and you run GTA online is stunning. Yeah. And then to hear this guy who's like, actually, our definition will change if we give you a bunch of shit and you're all, no, it you won't. You got to wonder about Red Dead now. I don't wonder. I think Red Dead's going to be infected. Yep. That yep. just personally. No, I, I completely agree, dude. I, I made a video for the patrons uh, when the last trailer dropped, I think that was a couple months ago, mm -hmm. and I said, like, I just, the game looks good, but with the direction of Take-Two, with Rockstar, you know, they, they provide, they make fucking amazing games. It's just the little things they do. Like I said, like, GTA Online will be available at launch. Here's the things you're getting at launch, <sighs> and it's not being there for over a month, and no one saying anything. Like, those are the things that, for me, I just find there's no justice in that. It's like, I, and just, that's, I want to clarify to people listening. That's me being me. That's no one else really, I think. I just get, that gets under my skin. So with that under my skin and then seeing this and then not being the biggest Red Dead fan, just enjoying the series a little bit, it's like I'm not that big on Red Dead 2 anymore. And especially with GTA Online, they're, okay, if I'm Take-Two, if I'm a genuine or if I'm an actual business owner, I don't know why they wouldn't do a Red Dead Online with how much money they've made with GTA Online. Like you said earlier, it's not, I'm saying I want it. I'm saying they'd be crazy to not do it with how much they made on it. Yeah. It just yeah. would not make sense. They benefited hand over fist with that. It was an insane profit for them. Also, I don't know about you, but I'm doing a video in the next couple of days. I haven't really decided how I'm going to word this, but one of the things I want to discuss is like what my ideas are, unfortunately, of how they're going to monetize Red Dead. And like the first thing that popped into my brain when I was brainstorming a couple of days ago, I was like fucking gang hideouts and shit mm -hmm. like the, I, I, cause I had forgotten that you have your apartments yeah. in GTA. And all of a sudden I got that battery acid taste in my mouth of like true <laughs> despair. Cause I was all, cause it's one of those things that when you think of it, like almost like you found out your microphone wasn't recording, but remember <laughs> the time when you didn't find out yeah, and you, you get the most face. horrible. Yeah. You get the most horrible feeling and the adrenaline tastes terrible. Like if when that happens, it's like a horrible bitter taste. And I literally had that. I was all, oh, oh no! And my brain just started going, dude, it's going to be gang hideouts. You're going to pay for fucking different fence types. 
you know, around your, you know, you're going to get some cattle and you're going to fucking, you're going to pay for the horse saddles. Oh, dude. And I, it just, it, and the thing is, is it's unfortunate because they sort of set them up, they'll set themselves up for it. Right. Like with all the stuff they've done and you're, you're stuck, man, you're stuck just going like, yeah, it's probably, I mean, it's probably going to be infected. But one nice thing, CD Projekt Red, even though the reason why they've got so much money is because of good old games, um, but you do have some companies out there that are, are not going to do this, yeah. right? Which so is good. it is, and I think you know you get like Hellblade, which was fantastic, shorter game. Wolfenstein, you do get some games out there that are big. I think it's the open world games that even get that almost always feel monetized to me too. Yeah, like they're getting there. It's almost like single player. You can monetize it, but that'd be weird, right? Do you want a different sword, but it's very linear? You'd be all, okay, that doesn't make as much mm. sense as an open world game. And the moment they're like open world Western, I keep thinking horse packs. Like, it's going to be 12 bucks for a fucking horse speed burst, and I'm just going to kill myself. Because <laughs> I am such a fan of Red Dead, man. Like, oh, yeah. imagine KOTOR, brother. Imagine yeah, if you uh, yeah. on KOTOR 3, and it was like microtransactions all the time that's why i I just think god's like telling me he's like look maddie we i know you want it just wait on my time brother because yeah we're gonna get we're gonna we're gonna weed out ea the license will transfer somewhere else and you'll get the coach or three you deserve man and it's like okay (laughs) okay that's why it's not happening because yeah with the way ea is going with the way we see take two going i mean god dude like just these single player games are getting bombarded with monetization we're seeing, uh, like, you were talking about, like, swords and, and horse packs. I mean, that's kind of in Assassin's Creed. It's not in your face, but it's the fact True. that it's even no, there. It is. You know, you could yeah. you could buy time savers. I, I hate that term. I, I, I don't like using the word hate often, especially on the podcast, but I hate the, ter- the term time savers. The time savers? Yeah, just, mm, it bugs I mean, me so much. It's weird because I, I hate the idea of any microtransactions i know that they are going to be there so it's like i have to accept that and you know and that a lot of people don't mind them but what has changed i will say this what has changed in the last couple years is especially like yourself where you get a lot of subscribers sometimes you will have that person who has what i consider and and people are just going to chew me up for this but i consider for them a very valid excuse for like let's say a time saver and that's where I want to play with Maddie, but I don't. I'm working mm-hmm. uh, 40 hours. And some people got mad at me for saying this in a video where they were like, So, what you're saying is these guys are going to pay for a game and then pay again? You know, that's the stupidest thing. Or pay, you know, to let the game play for them. And I'm all, Yes, that's exactly what they're going to do. Like, yeah. I get where truth. some people, it is. And it is, that's exactly it. It is a sad truth. It means I understand exactly where some of these people are coming from saying, dude, I really just want to enjoy the game and I don't have a lot of time and I don't want to get my ass kicked in first level all the time. And I'm like, I, I get, I actually get you. I just wish you weren't involved in my sport. Like I wish you weren't yeah. involved in what I'm covering because I do understand where they're coming from. Mm-hmm. But the problem is, is a person can want something that has no real negativity to it, but the company in their, in their making sure everybody has it. And that's the problem is they're like, OK, we want to make sure everybody has a time saver, even though I know you don't like that term. It's just, so they sell them in packs when one or two people are like, I wish I could just buy one. Yeah. And there's no middle ground. It's that's just the a company. I, flooding I, it. I get why they're there. 
like you, I understand. But the, the reason I don't like the term time saver is it's because, like, have you ever had that thing in your mind and it's totally negative and then you take a different perspective on it and you go, oh, that's not as bad or, oh, that's okay. Wait, I see now. That's how I view time savers. It's just a word, a phrase that's different from microtransactions to, to kind of hide what it actually is, of course. Oh, I see. So it's yeah. like, oh, we have, we've yeah. added time savers to our game. It's like, oh, time savers. Well, now Dude. you say that. I would love to save some time. It's not microtransactions. Yeah. If I hear engagement one more time, I'm going <laughs> to slaughter somebody. Like, <laughs> it's changed to engagement. You're, I see what you mean. Yeah. It, it, that is a lie in and of itself, the changing of that word yeah. to something else. Like, you, no, I agree, man. I, I had forgotten, but what you just described, I have. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Because it's like, <laughs> like I said, I get it. And I know their purpose because, you know, despite all that's wrong with Battlefront 2 in that situation, the right. reason they're giving us free content is because, the, you know, and like Overwatch will say, a game that is more positively received is because people are buying microtransactions. Because yeah. those microtransactions make more money than the game sells themselves usually right. over time. So it's right. like, I get why they're there and it gives us free content. It's, it, and someone's going to be buying it in somewhere. You're never going to fully cut the head off the snake. Yeah, it's just uh, I have a question for you. Uh, Fallout 4, does it have time savers or microtransactions? It, base game. Um, OK. No, but it has microtransactions in the way of Creation Club. So like, even they ignoring creation mini DLC, mini DLC. So ignoring Creation Club just because it's newer um, when Far Harbor came out and stuff. Was there a horse armor involved in Fallout 4 like there was in Skyrim? No. Now that there was just puzzles me. Deals. Yeah, that I think it's be. I, I wonder. Hmm. I mean, the way I look at it is, you got the Bethesda family, and like their games sell, I think, pretty well for the most part. I mean, <laughs> the only, only game that I I could say Bethesda Game Studio sells incredibly well, but like the only series I think that came out this year from Bethesda that I don't think performed that well is The Evil Within Two. I know Prey got like a second wind. I know Wolfenstein. Dishonored didn't do so well. I'm not sure actually on that. So Dishonored Two did, sold poorly, from what I two, understand. Okay, I was talking about this. Sorry, year. yeah, no, Dishonored Two did sell poorly. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. Sorry, but like mm-hmm. I look at Wolfenstein Two. I mean, it had mm-hmm. three hundred fifty thousand on PC, and then you account for consoles, it's got to be close to a million, I'd say. So, and I'd say that's pretty good for a linear game. I don't know how much they expect or how much they put into it, but of course, that's a discussion for another day. Just, yeah, it is strange that out of all companies, I mean, we got Creation Club, which is the closest thing. And, you know, yeah. what bothers me is um, we've seen it in previous Elder Scrolls games, you know, they, they'll they bring back certain weapons and armor and stuff. And uh, in Skyrim, we're seeing now with Creation Club, them taking Oblivion weapons like Dawn's Edge and, and putting it in mm. Creation Club. And that's what upsets me most. Because one of my favorite things about a BGS game is getting lost in the world stumbling on a cave and finding a unique weapon or piece of armor. I love the uni- the uniques in Empathesta Game Studios game. It's one of the, it's the main reason when I first started playing them I fell in love with them because I love the rewarding feeling getting that weapon that felt different from everything else in the game. And and then you you see now they're taking that system and putting it into I wouldn't call it microtransactions, you know, because they they call it mini DLC, but then a mini DLC could constitute as a automatron. It's all about your perspective. But yeah. Whatever you want to call it, creation club, they're putting it in there. So it's like I'm just because the thing is everyone's focused on Fallout 4 and Skyrim. I've been saying for a little bit now that let's look ahead. Let's pretend it's Starfield or Elder Scrolls 6. What's it going to be like then? Yeah, how, exactly. how are they going to do that? Like I'm I'm 
pretty afraid of that because especially with the industry changing and they have so many people buying their games like i don't know how it's gonna go not only that but i i would assume that to them in a weird way they sort of feel like they even though creation club didn't work very well at the starting Mm -hmm. it is pretty smart if you step if you step away and look star wars battlefront 2 is discussed microtransactions within star wars battlefront 2 and then you have like ufc 3 coming out and there's discussion there and nba yeah ufc 3 by the way if you guys are watching and you don't know about the microtransactions it is easily as bad as nba and so you have these games five punch (laughs) dude it's anyway yeah uh (laughs) so it's crazy i'm shocked by how bad it is but so you look at these things i wonder if bethesda thinks they sort of dodged a bullet and even with the problems and here's why they have a platform that they can pretend is agnostic to any game they can be like this is our platform it is sort of uh and so any game coming out will have a creation club link that goes to this place and gets this mini dlc and in a weird way they skirted the issue and here's why because you can you feel a little bit like you were going to somewhere else. And if I choose not to go to somewhere else, it's not the game as much as the others. They're a little bit more in your face. Mm -hmm. And in a weird way, I wonder if Bethesda thinks they sort of dodged a bullet because they're like, hey, our platform isn't connected. It's not connected to Fallout 4 at all. Mm -hmm. It's, It's the creation club. And so you can ignore it. And I think that some people, it sounds bad, but I think some gamers can that disconnect is enough for them to to be like yeah they're right nothing was cut from fallout 4 because creation club is completely separate and you're all I, I, mm. in the future in the future that could get really bad yeah. because imagine imagine if you're at bethesda and you're like okay man fallout fallout 5 we're doing it in fucking japan but here's <laughs> the thing we don't want all the stuff in it yet so we're, we're gonna say, and this is going to happen by the way this is the way developers work yeah. somebody will sit and go Let's get some mod makers to prepare some mods and it'll be stuff that then they will say we don't need to put it in the game because it's in a mod. So it's different from being cut. It's just that it wasn't added. And that disturbs me. It, it sort of scares me because it's like if you were a mod, I could a mod maker, I could say, hey, we're making Fallout 4 Japan. Um, will you create this kind of tea house? And you're like, yeah. And then guess what I do? I walk to my list of shit and say... We don't need a tea house in the main game. Yeah, we'll add it later and we'll sell it. <laughs> yeah, uh, and, and yet it's disconnected. Yet it's not like Battlefront where it's like the, it's the separation the- is such a minute thing that it's object versus randomized crate. And so, people yeah, are well, like, that too, I know what I'm getting. Too, yeah. I don't know what I'm. That getting. is true too. I was I wasn't even really talking about the random crates. That's true. Yeah. So uh, yeah, you know yeah, that's. I don't know. That's the other thing, man. I mean, that game, not to go off from Take-Two to EA, but, like, Battlefront 2, I'm, I'm enjoying the game, but, like, getting crafting parts for some of these star cards is fucking insane. Like, there's just, they need so many, and, and it's just a busted progression system. It's Because what's funny is I've already put more hours into it than nearly I've ever touched this, with the first one. It's it's oh, a supremely uh... better game, in my opinion, than the first one in many ways. It's just the progression system's so botched, and... and oh. Drives me up a wall, but regardless, we'll go back to Take-Two for now. So, they're claiming it's not gambling because of the content amount. I mean, do you, can you see from his perspective, do you think other developers and, and publishers share that point of view? Like, okay, like, yeah, yeah we're, we're overloading them with content. 
Or do you think this guy's just all in his own world? <laughs> I think he's in his own world. I think that I think most intelligent people, well, first of all, thank God for this guy. Because I bet you a lot of people who wanted to say that or were thought, thinking about it at companies are watching the reaction and are like, okay, don't say that. So <laughs> that won't happen. I don't, I don't even know if this guy, like, here's the problem, Maddie. Is he aware? And it's a lie. Is he ignorant, which is completely possible for a, CSO, or a CEO to be ignorant and a president to be ignorant. It is possible in game development for that to happen. We can't pretend it doesn't happen because guess what? We've had entire stories about it happening where a CEO has been off doing their own shit. Look at uh, um, GTA V where it was in disastrous shape and they had to get somebody to come in and fix it, which was Leslie, what's his name? Bezos or whatever. Whoops, my dogs are freaking hanging. I don't remember that. I don't remember the name, but I know who you're so, talking about. Yeah, so you have this issue, um, and it, what disturbs me is I don't think that everybody thinks that. I just mm -hmm. think that um, I think that their way of describing it will be different, but I don't think there's a lot of people who think that we give you a bunch of stuff so it can't be called gambling because that's an odd way to even say anything. I mean, as Reg put it, and this is harsh, mm -hmm. does that mean that if I pay you, it's not murder if I kill you? And wow. he was sort of elevating it past a normal discussion. But he was like, if you take this to its progression, the language doesn't make a lot of sense. And so I don't think most people think that. I could be wrong, but... I hope not. <laughs> I certainly hope not, man. Wouldn't it's... it be weird if, if they were all like, we're creating our own you know, definitions for everything? Yeah. Just... I mean, it's just, I, I wonder if they see, and I know we're not uh, like as widespread as you know national television or whatever, but... You know, I wonder if they, they plop out these comments so that the people who are, we'll say, fanboys, more loyal to the company, will go, oh, I see where they're coming from. Look, this is how oh, it makes right. sense. Like, I think with EA, with them saying uh, you're not enjoying linear games as much, maybe they'll misinterpret that and go, well, yeah, let's look at PUBG and Destiny 2. It's like, okay, you know, are you enjoying your linear games as much as those? Yada, yada, yada. And I think it, they're giving certain people leverage or a place to take a stance to support their companies. It doesn't make it less dumb, but you know, I'm just saying because, and do you also believe though you yourself that, um, people sometimes make the mistake of thinking a lot is qual quality and quantity where they're mm -hmm. getting confused. And yeah. so they think an open world game is good. But then when you ask them, for example, I don't know if you saw the Steam uh, review one time that said this game isn't very good and the person had like 400 hours in it. And at yeah. some point you have to question what the fuck just happened right there. Like, Yeah, did you I mean the, the argument I, I got – because what happened is when I made that, that video a couple of years ago about – or whenever the fuck it was about, like I was like, you know, Fallout 4 and I was like, why if people don't like it, why are they talking about it and still mm -hmm. playing it? The argument I usually I got back from that was, well, what if we don't have anything else to play? And I'm I just think to myself, <laughs> okay, I get I get that. I 100% understand that. Just for me, I select to not put my time into something I'm not feeling positive yeah, right. about, right? You know, I mean, like don't get me wrong as a reviewer, we've had to go through some pretty shitty experiences, and that's for our job, but if I'm playing for my enjoyment, I'm definitely not looking to dive into something of mediocrity or something that I don't enjoy as much cuz that's just going to bring down my mood. That's like in a way, not good for your head, right? It's like, I'm going to selectively do something I'm not going to enjoy as much. Well, what if I told you, what if I told you that, that like you had to play ReCore for the next two weeks? 
I'm pretty sure you'd be like, no, I, I'm yeah. not playing ReCore well, for the next Let's say you only had weeks. 40 bucks. You spent it on ReCore. You don't get paid for another two weeks. Then that's different. Right. It, I think for me what's weird is when you do get an open world game and you do hear people say, well, there was nothing else or blah, blah, blah. And you're like, at some point, I do think people – I think some people, it's, it's not that hard to – to question them just saying, oh, well, uh, there's nothing else. And I don't know, man. I'm, I think we're just a little bit more passionate about things. And we're like, no, no, no. If I'm, mm-hmm. uh, then it's never getting turned back on, ever. Mm-hmm. For example, Far Cry Primal. Is there any reason you would ever turn that back on? No. I don't, right? Never. Unless you were making a video about games you didn't fucking think were very good. Yeah. But you didn't hate it. You didn't think, oh, this is the worst thing ever. I didn't, I, I disliked Hardline. But if you and I would never turn it back on. Exactly. But I, I think that there are there are probably a number of people out there who just do. I guess maybe it would be like watching a TV show you don't love, but you want sound on in the background. If you've ever done that, like I've on Netflix, where you're like, yeah. yeah. So in a weird way, I guess I can see it a little bit. No, I, but, I, I, that's the thing. I get where people are coming from. Everyone's got their own financial situation and, and yeah. that type of stuff. And I respect that. But for me, it's the way I look at it is if you're not enjoying something, I'd go read a book. I'd go watch a movie. Right. I'd, I'd go watch a show. I'd go out with my friends. You know, I'd look for something that would positively attribute to my day, not negatively. You know, of did you get that a lot when you were doing fallout four? Did no, you get no, it? Was, there that? was a, a video I made. Uh, it was the, um, I don't even remember the fucking name of it. I'm trying to remember right now. I think it was like, why do so many people hate Fallout 4 or something like that? Uh-huh. This is during my my mind-warped stage of Bethesda and, and, and loyalty to their product just because mm-hmm. I had the blinders on, to tell you the truth. And I was just talking about how, like, I don't – and I think this point was somewhat valid, but I was like, I don't – but I, I – once again, I wasn't considering other people's positions. I was like, why, if you don't like it, are you still playing it? And people were mm-hmm. like, Maddie, we have – you know, right now I'm in this situation. I don't have anything else to play. It's like, fuck. I see. Yeah, it's like, fuck, I feel like an asshole. You're right. Like, I should have thought of that. So now it's obviously there. And that's why I, I've said to people, like, even with, uh, I don't mean to spin this off course, but I think of, like, CD Projekt Red, where, like, you have the fanboys that are so buffed up on CD Projekt Red <laughs> and so positive yeah. on them that they shit on every other company around them. And right. It's its own kind of negative aura. And it's like, a couple of people are like, Matt, you were a fanboy. Why would you ever talk about something like this? It's like, because I've been there. I know what it's like. I know the consequences. Like, I yeah. know what happens when you get too attached to something. I think, arguably, I'm more qualified to talk about it than a lot of other people are because I've been there, done that, and have put myself in a good position to completely separate myself from all that. So yeah. it's like, with, with CD Projekt Red, I mean, it's it's dangerous because, you know, a lot of people have, like, a can-do-no-wrong stigma, and a lot of companies, I don't think it'll go too wrong with CD, just because of their position with uh, good old games, you know, they have a revenue source to drag from constantly and put into right. their games. So that's awesome. They're in a really good spot right now. But it's like some companies have n- not hesitated, who who might not be in that position, who get that praise, won't be hesitant to take advantage of their audience and take it a step further and see what they can milk out of them. We, I think the best example, actually, ironically, because I was just talking about them, is Bethesda. You know, like we were... For years going like, well, at least in AAA, Bethesda, you know, we're safe right. with them. And then Creation Club happens and we're like, no way they just monetized a Bethesda Game Studios game. Like that was the one place you thought was a safe space and it's no longer yeah. safe. So I apologize for going on a tangent there. But like 
thoughts are no, just I mean there. that. Yeah, no, that it, it all makes sense. Uh, I think that w- there's a lot of good to be had for some from some of these companies, but I do think that just looking at the industry the way it is, the amount of people involved, it's one of the reasons why you know you said, oh, I I, I suddenly understood this other person's you know case or whatever. It is one of the things that is easy to forget that some people are entering the biz right now mm-hmm. and they don't they don't see things the same way and um, they never will and that's that's also fine. You told the funny story about the fucking kid on the golf course who's like asking to to buy the microtransactions. Do you remember oh, that? Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, said, yeah, yeah. you were with yeah, that yeah. guy and he's like, you know, mom, can I spend sixty bucks or whatever? And I, that's the thing is like they they all exist out there. I think. When we see a when we see a company like Project CD Project Red, or going to be honest, I really can't wait for this game, but I don't like what the company does in some ways. Star Citizen. Okay. When you look at some of the shit that they're doing, and you're like, I think those are the type of fans that are a little bit the most dangerous because, like, they can explain it away. To me, I mm-hmm. slightly. It's not that I disagree, but I slightly don't have as much of a problem with somebody who's blinders on because I can be like. Fuck you. Yeah. You fucking have no clue. But when somebody, it, like, they're, they're fairly happy, but they sort of have good ways of explaining things that I think are shit, I actually get more nervous about them or more, like, angry at them. I had somebody tried to tell me that, like, it made sense how Star Citizen was selling land plots on planets that weren't going to be used in the game for, like, six years. I was like, dude... At yeah. some point, at some point, you just lay the fucking hammer down and be like, we are done hammering the same plank of fucking wood. Mm-hmm. And But right now, that's not happening. Yeah. Like, you and I are sort of on the odd side out where we see those. Because I think a lot of people just don't see the problem. Well, yeah, because I, I think part of it, and we're not, I should clarify two things. Number one, we're not saying don't be positive. We're all for it. Oh, that. yeah. No, not at all. <laughs> But uh, number two is, and, and this isn't to put us up on a pedestal above anyone else, because I think anyone who just engages in discussions on social media, uh, you know, YouTube comments can see this. It's just that we, you know, I've been doing this for about a decade now. Carrick, you've been at this for a while. Like, we've just been in different positions, seen a lot of shit, basically, and, and yeah. kind of come around where, you know, we can, we're able to kind of identify the, like, if you ever read a comment and been like, I know what type of person this person is. Right, yeah. Right from the yeah. way they type, the way they they talk to you. Um, so for me, like the more calm, you know, concise discussion, that's what cuts through to me. Like that, we were just talking about earlier how I said, like the guy said, you know, Maddie, some people are in different fi- financial situations with the whole Fallout Four thing. He came to me in a calm, cons- you know, considerate, discussion discussion friendly manner, and he laid it down for me. I was like, he like he cut right through. I was like, holy shit! I was like, yeah, dude. Like you're totally right, so you know it, it's that's the type of thing that always gets through to me. But yeah, you know when when you're around for a while, you just start to pick up on little things like that. But like I said, I don't want people to think we're all about like fuck your positivity. No, because I'm still I mean I'm still flying around Star Citizen, absolutely loving it. So awesome. I, I can see weird things and still love something. You yeah. know I you know every company right. You don't yeah. want to dig too deep. Because if you dig too deep into yourself, who sells you your cell phone or who sells you your fucking pop or your yeah. tea or whatever, you're going to be like, oh, no, they're they're slavers or whatever. You know? <laughs> it's just that, like, I, I know some people are, because, like, the thing is, is that I feel like when you give your loyalty over to a company and go, like, they'll never betray us. They'll never yeah. do something wrong. Right. It's almost right. like I can't blame the company at a certain point because 
they're going to disappoint you at one point or another, no matter what. So yeah. it's like, yeah. just approach everything with a blank slate. All right, here's the issue. Let's see how I'm going to approach this. What do I feel right now? You know, that right. it's just simple things like that. Regardless, though, let's move on to Doom VFR and its poor reviews. Did you see any of the scores on this? Yeah, there were 6.5, 5.5 out of 10. Mm, okay. Um, most of them, it's sad to me because uh, I just got a new VR headset, and I got to say, I did a total switch from what I was thinking with the Vive towards now towards incredible positivity because I've been pretty negative on it lately. There's been some cool experiences. But with the PSVR, it uses the aim, which is that gun. Yeah. The fake. And um, there's still been a lot of people complaining about it. And I was pretty sad about that because the aim is another 40 bucks or whatever, you know, uh, on top of all this. And uh, so I was actually expecting a little bit po- more positive reviews. But one thing that I did hear, some, they, somebody would said, they were like, dude, you know, this is a game that is known for visual awesomeness. Doom really is. And it's known for speed. Two things that VR doesn't do well with at all. Like, so you can't be too shocked at the scores because it literally just dived into the deep end against its biggest weaknesses. Some people are really liking it. A lot of people are getting sick. Um, and it just saddens me because I think doom of all the games, if done right and if successful could have been the title. Um, and I think unfortunately each time I say this, we move the title out a little bit farther. I think Skyrim VR for a lot of people is the title, but Mm. I was hoping it, I was just hoping it would do better as all I was, I was hoping it would be better, I guess is yeah. what I should say. So. I, I tested Doom VFR at uh, that same Bethesda Fall event I went to. And I, see, I'm mm-hmm. sh- I'm shocked because when I played it, I was like, this, this, you know, compared to Skyrim VR, where I thought, oh, it's cool. You know, you go into a cave, you look up, it's like much bigger in scale. Whereas um, Doom VFR is like, this feels right. I was like, I think this will be a good one. It's Oh, uh, wow. Because like, you know, you could teleport around easily and, mm-hmm. and just keep shooting enemies because I feel like if that's one game where teleporting works, because I, I just imagine actually not only would it cause motion sickness, but actual that fast paced movement and trying to like shoot people at the same time, like you'd be jumping into your TV screen, I feel like. So, you know, I, I it just felt good. That's the best way to describe mm-hmm. it. There's no critical way of breaking down the experience I had. It was like, this feels good. I was teleport here, shoot a bunch of demons, teleport down there melee him shoot this guy close to me take out the shotgun shoot him shoot him like it just all flowed together well maybe were people saying what were you using uh were you using ds4 the the ps4 controller were you using the aim this was on uh oh on a rift or a oculus i think it was was, yeah i think it was oculus oh i see what do you know what you were using controller were you using two controllers were you using controllers yeah Mm, uh yeah i just i'm i mean I just am hearing, uh, you know, whether it be PC or PSVR, just a lot of complaints, it, it seems, mm. overall. I do know with PC, there are a couple fixes and technical things. You know how it is. It's like, I'm going to hack my NI file. And there's been a couple things that people have done to fix it. And I don't really have any doubts that they'll probably patch it up and get some things fixed. But um, you never capture the moment. And I was really just surprised because I, I started looking at the reviews and my brain, no lie, I saw 5.5 and I thought they had get, given it a 0.5 above a 5, like 1 to 5. Because uh-huh. my brain my brain was telling me no there's way. no way 
Right. And that's when I was all, oh, shit. And I started seeing like the sixes and I was like, six, six is possible because, you know, I mean, just you may not be into doom. And you, mm. but when I started seeing it everywhere and there are, don't get me wrong, there's some people who liked it and did give it high scores, but it's not the numbers that I think you and I would hope for if like we were rooting for VR. Mm -hmm. kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, the VR is just waiting for that home run title i guess because there's been good games for vr yeah but yeah. I, I feel like it's it's waiting for that one game that anyone can dive into it's like almost indefinitely well received you know everyone enjoys whether it's the story and the gameplay does something new with yeah. vr i feel like it's just waiting for that because we've had you good know, ones like a skyrim or star trek was one that you really liked and um God damn i love that game yeah <laughs> uh, and i think you're right i think it just don't you think maybe it would matter or be more it would be better for everything if it came out at the same time too because we're getting a lot of the one year later you know what i mean like we don't have the vr version day and date and i think that could also be impacting it a little bit where it's not like you can get it on the PC, PS4, and PSVR, but instead it's like PSVR will be six months from now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's just, I don't know. I, I, I look at VR and I think, to, I think to myself, and usually this is when the developer takes hold and does something crazy that I never thought of, but I go, what do right. you do next? It's like all I've seen, I feel, for VR is teleport, shoot, teleport, shoot, stand in an area, shoot. It's like, where do they go to innovate? I think Elite elite danger well yeah innovate yeah so like fallout 4 with the hand thing i saw you played fallout 4 yeah. on psvr yeah i saw the you know video of like somebody looking at their um what's that called pip, uh, pip, pip boy. boy yeah and i was like damn you know that's a good way to immerse you uh in a very easy small way but when it comes to innovate i honestly feel no one's gonna agree with me on this after we've seen them try to innovate i would rather have them not and more go for improving traditional stuff. That's because true. I'm going to tell you, Skyrim, if it was clearer, uh, would be pretty fucking insane. And I know a, a, a ton of people love it blurry. Elite Dangerous is incredibly good with a headset. So Star Citizen. So I would like to see some of these games. Look at Alien Isolation. It even has a hidden VR setting. It's not great. And it, it, they didn't develop it all the way. But if you had said Alien Isolation for your PC, your PS4, your Xbox One, oh, and also it's PSVR, it's Vive, it's Oculus, I have a feeling games like that, right? Like where horror, it matters. Resident mm -hmm. Evil did really well. Resident Evil had the best VR gameplay, and it was yeah. day one, Maddie. That's the difference. It that. was day one. You know, it was like, I'm buying Resident Evil, I'm playing it on the PS4, oh, I'm going to play it a little bit in VR. Guess what? I'm going to go back to normal. That's what I want. And I think more gamers probably want that, too. Yeah, we, so they... we, we discussed that before, how we want more PS4 games, for example, to support VR out the gate like Resident Evil did. Yeah. Because like, like you said, I remember watching your review, and you were just like, this was spectacular in VR. It was yeah. like a game that felt almost better in VR. So Yeah. And did you get to play Resident Evil on I, VR? Oh, no. I thought you were going to say that I played. I'm like, motherfucker, I played that three yeah. times. <laughs> yeah, no, I know you played it a ton, but you never got to even test it. No. Not even, oh, I don't know you don't VR have any headset. friends with the PSVR? No, because we're all kind of like... Yeah, not, right. Not like... Not Wait. In, I'm interested. It's kind of like for me with 4K. It's like, I want to make the jump, but 
sure it, it's one of those things i'm like i'll get to it one of these days it's it's nothing right. i'm really running out of my way for yeah i would like to see dude i think so i think your mind it, it would be weird because i think you're pretty pragmatic so you'd I, I don't think you'd rush out and get a psvr by any means but resident evil of all the games just because i know you already liked it, mm-hmm. it, it i i have a feeling if you played that you'd be like what the shit because <laughs> they're when you're in what's his name the dude with the car he jumps in the car <laughs> and yeah. dude when you're in vr and that bucket when something comes towards you i just and it's and it's got the gameplay of a real game you know that's the difference it's a real game it's like skyrim it's a real game and so when you come out into that um barrow dark fall no no the Bleak first Falls, um the first place with the bear right at the starting just the prison i guess yeah the prison gets on fire whatever and he's like, hands you the bow, and he's all walk by. And yeah, it was a blurry mess, I'll admit. Like, it's not the greatest, but it was pretty cool to, like, go, fuck, this is all the shit from a real normal game. But yeah, they need to be day one. It needs They need to start doing it as quick as they can, too, where because I want people to further that um, as quick as possible. Because I, I, there are some really cool, really cool well, things the, you can do with people. That's the thing is... Like we've seen this with, uh, we'll use the Vita as an example where we we got this side platform that Sony wants to be treated like the biggest platform, but they treat it like a side platform and just expect the consumer to come in and buy it because they hope it's the next big thing. It's like no, just because yeah. you want that, you got to show us why we need to dive in. We all know VR can be cool. It's like put the software there, you know. Yeah, like you said, support VR day one. If more games started doing that, I would absolutely start looking at a VR headset right now. If like a bunch of games announced, yeah, we'll have VR support day one, I'd be like, well, fuck, I'd love to try it out and then try it out on VR. It's, I it's- will say, dude, uh, so yesterday I got my Samsung um, Odyssey, which is like the newer VR, mm-hmm. and uh, it's got better resolution than the Vive or Rift, and I've been pretty positive and negative about the vibe and riff they require a lot of setup and they don't have the best resolution dude (laughs) it was weird because i put it on and my brain was like i didn't put on the headset i'm still like it's so clear and it's so uh, you know how have you ever played like okay uh the the switch 720p to 900p docked Mm. versus handheld whatever and you start to see the that blurriness depending so the jump between the Vive and between this is actually pretty dramatic, both horizontally and vertically in your resolution. And I was playing Bridge, uh, bridge Crew, bridge, yeah, bridge, Star Trek Bridge Crew yesterday, and the difference between my Vive, which is more expensive mm-hmm. than this Samsung, was freakish. I mean, it it was so close to a normal screen, and I was watching Batman, which is my test for, like, watching a movie in VR, because it's very dark. And there's a screen door effect, is what it's called, where you can see the pixels. It would be like getting up close to your TV. Yeah. And the Vive... Yeah, right. And the Vive versus this is fucking shockingly... I mean, it is almost impossible to see the pixels. And this isn't even one of the best... It's the best one now, but... There's ones coming out that are even better. And uh, it got me so excited for this. I, and that's the thing is like the technology is there. $399 are the price points, $399. This one does its own self-tracking. So you don't need any outside stuff. It tracks okay. by shooting lasers out. So you And here's a cool thing. 
with the Vive, you can get out of the motion sensor range. And it'll be like, get back into the motion sensor range. You're like, fuck. And you have yeah. to. But with this, because it's shooting its own lasers out, you can do whatever you want. So I was playing fucking Star Trek yesterday. And there's this huge panel next to on the older version of the of the spaceship, the 1970 original Star Trek. There is a massive panel that shows like where enemies are. Okay. And it was so fucking intense to basically lean way over and get like because you couldn't do that in the Vive or the Rift. Shit would go. It would be like you're out of view. And I was able to like look down at it and it was so fucking spectacular. I was all, oh, man, this is this is finally it. <laughs> but we don't have Skyrim VR. Skyrim's not out until what? Like, I think it's I think for PC, it's not out for uh, a month. Or so, uh, Fallout is out they, 29th. Yeah, I was gonna say Fallout comes out this month. Yeah, so those are the games I'm hoping. Because when I saw this, I was like, "Holy shit, mm-hmm. this is almost it." Um, but I really, I'm really excited for seeing like Fallout 4. It's so weird because I had forgotten about Fallout 4. But yesterday, playing with this, my brain, I went online and I looked at the games and I was like, "Oh my god," because. I'm telling you, it's it's very high res. It's with the PSVR. I'm sure you notice there's a blurriness. You know, there's like it's dark. I mm-hmm. I guess would be the easiest way to describe it. And this is super bright and much clearer. And you're all oh, it's like no no more Vaseline covering my eyes. So, okay, I kind of I that definitely took my interest from here to here just because yeah, that was insane. one of the things I had an issue with. Like when I put on the PSVR, it was like someone dropped like a fucking. Like an old Cloth fashioned over. 1950 slide over my my vision. Yeah. I was like, yeah. "What the? F- why is there like a yellow hue?" <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, right, right. Like, I feel like I'm just gonna yeah. click a button here, and a little little image is gonna pop out on the side. Yeah, so I, that's definitely. I, good. I think people like yourself who are like 4K PSVR, whenever. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we're seeing technology now uh, that lower in price too, because that's another thing, Maddie. Like, fuck, dude. If I said to you. You need to run a good PSVR. Do you know what you'd need to buy? You'd need to be you'd need to buy your PS4 Pro. You'd need to buy a PSVR and you would need to buy a 4K TV. So the investment is fucking huge and I think that's a big problem too. A lot of gamers just don't have the money. Yeah. You know, no it, it absolutely is a huge investment. My friend just bought a 4K TV. I mean, he got it for 550, I think. 500. Yeah. Like, and that was on sale. That was a Black Friday mm-hmm. sale. So right. crazy, man. That's not, I don't think that had smart TV. I don't know if does 4k have smart TV capabilities. I know that might be stupid to ask, but no, no. Are you talking about like Android device, uh, Android apps and stuff? Like, let's, Some... like my TV I have here, it's a smart TV so I can flip on Netflix with the press of a button. Yeah. So oh, okay. almost all of them have. That. All right. I'm just making sure. Cause I don't know if that was like something no, that they no. couldn't do. It makes total sense <laughs> to question because you never know where somebody's going to cut. Say, you never know. <laughs> anyway, our last topic written down is Destiny 2. They hid XP throttling and were caught. So, like we were briefly mentioning earlier, they you know had the same kind of, oh wow, moment that gamers had when they discovered during an event that the XP gradually cut more and more as time went on and you, you know played those quick events that you can complete. They didn't want you to get through the XP that fast and they throttle it and cut it down more. So... I'm unsurprised, um, but I'd love to hear your thoughts on this first. But don't you think that it to say that they didn't know is the biggest problem yeah. in the entire story? Yeah, I, I really 
no offense to the players, I really don't even care about the XP throttling. It's it's the the acts oh, no, no. that the yeah. company is taking and and not knowing or apparently not knowing about it. And That's also, Maddie, me. haven't you played an online game they, where they do cut on purpose? Like, it's not that surprising for them to say, mm-hmm. you, if you repetitively grind, we're not going to give you the full... That happens in some games. So yeah. if they had said so, but yeah, to be... Did you see their, their thing? They were like, we were shocked as you were. Or, yeah. it, well, they didn't yeah. say it is that bad, but they were like, we didn't... You know, it we wasn't working like the way we thought. program just as much as you don't or something like that. Let me, yeah. let me find it while you, you keep going, but... Yeah, so, well, it was just surprising because I, I said this earlier, if they're going to pretend to not know why there's a problem, then they should pretend to not know why there's a success. We can't be like, congrats, and they say, yeah, we knew everything about this game, that's why it's a success, that's why it's a masterpiece, and then be like, whenever there's a problem, be all, yeah, we didn't know, we're totally shocked. You can't have it both ways, and de- it was very odd for them to be like, they said something, I can't remember what it was, but it was something along the lines of, like it's it didn't work the way we thought it was going to or something like that. And I was like, what the fuck? I mean, you're a programmer or you are you have you employ programmers. How how did you not know? You, you know, it, it's not a thinking machine. It's mm-hmm. not like some. How did you not know you were telling somebody? I don't know if you saw this, but they were saying that you got full EXP and you didn't. They yeah. were lying about it. I mean, how do you I not know the, that? Uh, I get the full quote right here. Yeah, read that sucker. Last weekend, we disabled a scaling mechanism that adjusted XP gains up and down without reflecting those adjustments in the UI. Our intention was to keep slower-paced activities as rewarding as high-intensity grinding without confusing variations in displayed XP values, but the silent nature of the mechanic betrayed the expectation of the transparency that you have for Destiny 2. We were able to disable the system with a server-side change, but a new solution is now needed to rebalance XP in Destiny 2. We have begun that work, and we will continue to provide updates to you about timeline and specifics. Actually, was that it? Hold on. Let me double-check. Because that, that sounds like a response to it. Uh... Bungie addressed this in one of two ways. First, via blog post. Okay. Let's check this blog post out. I'll be right back. Keep talking. All right. I'm going to read this real quick. All right. So that was, I apologize, that was the response to it. That was an updated article. This this article is coming directly from Bungie.net. It's titled XP and Destiny 2. We've seen community discussion around XP gain and destiny. After reviewing our data, we agree that the system is not performing the way we'd like it to. Today, we'd like to describe what's going on under the hood and talk about what you can expect going forward when it comes to earning XP and destiny too. I love how that's a sentence. What you can expect going forward when it comes to earning XP. Like, motherfucker, level me up. (laughs) Currently, XP will scale up. When playing longer or fixed duration activities like Crucible, competitive multiplayer matches, and the Leviathan Raid. And XP will scale down when playing activities that can be quickly, repeatedly chained like grinding public events. We are not happy with the results and we have heard the same from the community. Effective immediately, we are deactivating the system. As a result, players will see XP XP earn rates change for all activities across the board, but with all values being displayed consistently in the user interface. Over the course of the next week, we will be watching and reviewing XP game data to ensure that these changes meet our expectations as well as yours. Any additional updates to the system will be communicated to you via our official channels. Okay. I will say 
that sounds better than when you read it out loud, strangely enough. And this is this is probably normal. But when you read it out loud, that doesn't sound as bad as when I read it in in the response. Well the thing is, which, is when which seemed have more you ever had like a not to cut you off, but you've ever had like a no, thought no, go for in your head and like you mm-hmm. got like forty other things going on and you, you think it's a good idea, then you write it down. And you go, this isn't <laughs> yeah. as good. Suddenly, <laughs> yeah. this isn't that good. And I've had that with video ideas where I didn't write them down, and I'd flip on the mic and try to start commentating, and it, the words would start pouring out, and I'd go, this sucks, and I'd stop. Right. And I'd be like, scratch that topic. So that might be why. I just – I think it's silly that um, there's – I'm not saying it has to be limitless, constantly rewarding the player, constantly giving them, you know, the easy way out because then the the life for the game dies. But right. I just find it silly that there's like limits to how much you can earn if you chain together events. You know, I know some players will play the game and try to see like, okay, this is the most efficient way to play. Right. Um, I, I get that, but it's just to me like I, I find it wild. Like like Battlefront 2's arcade system. You know, the fact that. I can only play five arcade matches, then I stop earning credits. Like, I don't play arcade because of that now, because you're limiting me. It's like, same thing with Destiny 2. The reason I never bothered playing it is because you limit the player. It's like, I don't. I want to engage in an experience where I know, and I can expect I'm getting all I'm putting in. It's like with anything in life. You put in the work, you want to receive the reward. See, you know, reap the benefits. Like, I don't know why games just shy away from, certain games, I should say, shy away from that mentality. It's a basic so, thing of life. You just, you just sort of, you just sort of opened my eyes to something. Oh and l- tell me if I'm okay. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Tell me if I'm right here, because my brain, what you just said, has infuriated me. Uh-oh. Are you saying? Okay. Remember we talked about time savers. Yes. Okay. So. And Star Wars, they're going to put them back they, at some point. And they said, we're not going to change them. Yes. And time savers are there so that because somebody may not have the time to play. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, they're restricting the amount of EXP you can actually get for playing the game in arcade. Yes. Am I going crazy or saying... So the real player can't get as much... Did you not? Were you not aware of that with the arcade? No, I was. Okay, I was. was But when they said they're going to add it back, so that was my problem. Actually, was that you that they did cut those things and that they had them. But you're saying, or they're saying, they're going to add them back, Mm -hmm. and they're not going to change anything. We haven't heard word about a change on the arcade system, which I thought should have been the first fix. And then, and then Destiny is saying. We're we're gonna now throttle, or we well they they because they weren't throttling when we reviewed it. That was just normal exp. So oh, they're okay. they're gonna throttle it, and then they're also gonna stop people from basically optimizing a playthrough. So what they're doing is they're stopping the people from playing the game, from getting exp, but they're allowing people. I mean, I get the difference between saying you can buy something. But the idea that we're harming the player on purpose is different to me than saying a player can play it and get shit, or you can buy shit. The, yeah, because the, one, what, the player what does doing, it to themselves. Right. Because they're buying it. Am, am I going crazy and saying... It feels like I, I was originally sort of thinking this in Destiny, that you're playing, 
or you you know you can buy the ingrams or whatever. Mm-hmm. What you're saying is it's now like this, and that if you're playing, you're getting less than. Yeah, you're. I mean, well, I guess I knew that, but it feels like they reward you if... normally. I th- based off what I read, because I have not played Destiny two, so I don't want to act like an expert. But mm-hmm. what I read there, they they're rewarding you normal amounts for the bigger events. And then the ones that you can chain together quickly, they're giving you less. Regardless, the the, the the common thing here is that they're giving you less for playing over something, a public events. So I think those are the little things that spawn around the open hub areas that you can just complete uh-huh. real quick, like kill five of these or whatever, maybe, and then move on. As you do more of those, you'll get 200 first time, 150, 150. So what's, what's confusing me is most of the time... Uh, or in the past, developers have celebrated gamers optimizing. Like, like, and what I mean by optimizing is like, let's say you and I, I and I think what triggered me is what you said, mm. which is you said something like the gamer figures out that this makes the most sense to go through these in this order. Yeah, I can't remember, and this is, could just be me, I can't remember the last time a developer actively said, oh shit, we don't want you to optimize. And I've seen developers say, oh wow, these guys figured this out. But I've never really, at least I don't remember, a company saying, oh, shit, you figured out how to, I mean, the loot cave? Do you remember loot cave in Destiny 1? Yes. Okay, so that's a glitch, right? That's a mistake. Oh, fuck, you patch that, right? That makes Mm -hmm. total sense. But I would personally say, I don't remember the last time a company said, oh, shit, we're patching out this circuitous route of 12 events. Yeah, that's like, basically like, what they're doing. That it makes am I? I can't tell if I'm having a brain fart or if that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Like that doesn't. They make are actively okay. What we do now, they are giving less for doing more. For, more right for chaining events. And, I mean, this applies with any oh, game. You know, I know some yeah. players approach it with efficiency. Like I remember with Fallout Four, people would be like, "I go out, I do X, Y, and Z dungeons." I get all the materials in there. I go to my settlement. I build. I have this perk. I get my XP bonuses for each thing I build, and I level up. I want to get all the perks. It's like, okay, so that's that's your route. You know, you keep doing the radial quest, and the items keep respawning. You keep getting XP. People do that, so it's like, why actively stop that? Unless I mean, because the thing is that the the microtransactions are they connected to like? leveling up the, i don't believe the, so no there it's like one of those things where if i remember right man it's been a while since i played destiny 2 it's um there's cosmetics right like the no there's a now there's the fucking like ingram or something oh um, jesus i'm just typing it in because i don't remember it's been so fucking long since i played that game uh yeah the, okay that's what it was no you're right you're right it was the shaders the the um the the shader thing you could get and they were only one time use that was the the major thing so so you can't buy you can't buy you can't buy better um you can't buy faster xp in that game then it makes no sense to me that they're restricting maybe these event rewards are they stuff you could okay the stuff that you could buy mm-hmm. could you earn through these event rewards because then they want to throttle the xp slow your process down so you just go and say fuck it it's quicker to buy this time savers yeah i have a question for you though 
if there's if they're choking that um, experience off, what are they stopping? Because you you can level up to and beat the game very mm-hmm. quickly. So what exactly? Why are they stopping? I read an article. Does that make sense? I think they said when you get light levels or something like that. I think certain sure. amount gets you a bright ingram, something like that. Something like that. Jesus Christ! See, this is the problem with. This is one of the major problems with like these multi uh, multi tiered currency games. Exactly. Where it's like you do this and then you get this, which that can be traded in for a turtle dove, and you're all you're fucking so confused. Let me see um, if I can find the exact article I was reading. Yeah, I don't. Um. There's always been questions about how earning bright Ingram XP works in Destiny 2. The bar fills that up. Um, or the bar that fills up after you hit the max level of 20 and are able to earn Ingram sold in the Eververse store for free. For a while, the big question was whether or not there was, there was a per-level XP cap or if it just kept increasing forever. I still don't know the answer to this question, says the writer. Um, but more recently, a new question has been a bit more pressing. Is Bungie reducing XP gains for some activities? So yes, as you level up that bar, you are able to earn Ingrams sold at the Eververse store, which is also the microtransaction store. There we go. There we go. So God we, damn. We've connected the dots. So here. fucking confusing these days now with this shit. Mm-hmm. Like, tra- transfer your fucking diamonds into horseshoes and then trade your horseshoes and turn them into gold bars. And you're like, fuck, man. I mean, yeah. it's so confusing. Okay. So to me, what's confusing the, I mean, I can, I don't understand why they're even throttling it at all because like at add content, I guess, I don't know, like add some fucking content. If you're, if you're nervous about people leveling through your game, especially this long after that game's been out for fucking three months. God, it feels like a year. Came out in September, right? I, it feels like a year. I couldn't, dude. I've done a lot of games between then and now. <laughs> mm, same. Let's see. I think I got it crunkled up in this piece of paper. Uh, this would be the piece of paper. Let's see. It's Destiny Two here, nine, eight, seventeen. So almost three months in a week. Three months in a week, rather. So, do you know? Do you understand why they would even think it was a uh, needed? I mean, yes, I get the Ingram thing, but. I've noticed these decisions are made usually when the player base whittles down. I'm going based off Battlefront 2 as well. Mm-hmm. They're, they're adding these microtransactions back when, obviously, the player base you know hits its peak, unless you're having a Rainbow Six Siege, which I, we've never seen since, where you, you start <laughs> off right. and go up. Um, I've noticed that they start implementing these strangleholds on the because they're the most loyal. They're the most likely to dive in and, and buy them. I'll, I'll admit with like Overwatch. I'm still loyal to that game. I don't buy its microtransactions anymore, but I was like, man, they gave me such a good experience. I'm there for over a year at this point, and, you know, new event drops. I'm like, all right, I'll give them 20 bucks. You know, they give me so many good times. Like, those are the people who are more likely to just say, screw it, that or um, the ones who have the least time, or I have to say the ones who are the most lazy when it comes to certain rewards. So... I'll admit, I, I've been playing, uh, I, I still play Call of Duty uh, on the occasion competitively, and there's a gun, uh, the PPSH has an epic version called the Thrive. I need one last item in the collection to unlock this weapon, and it costs 8,700 
armory credits. Now you can get those through login dailies. You get you complete your orders, so you get like two fifty in order. Or you can buy COD points, get crates, hope to get in there. And I'll admit, sometimes mm. I'm like sitting there, I'm grinding away, I'm like, fuck, dude. Like I'm only halfway there. I just want this weapon. I just want it so bad. Can I please have it? And it's like that's where they get you, where they're like, Well, if you give us ten bucks because yeah. their their price points for those COD points, I looked at a curiosity, were so bad. It was like one, ten, twenty, forty, seventy, one hundred. Like it was just like it's not like, oh, we'll give you this price option, this one. It's like you're in or you're out. <laughs> like you've got to huh. come here with the big bucks. Do you when you look at COD, then, did you review COD? I can't remember. I did. And this was happening day one. Yes. So, have they done a ton of stuff uh, and changed or throttled anything like Destiny? Not that I'm aware of. No. So, no, in, fa- so- in fact, in fact, funny enough. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. No. The other? The other way? They had triple XP on at launch. They wanted to launch it with double XP, and then they accidentally oh, added another right. multiplier. And they were like, yeah, actually, we didn't know this, but it's been at triple XP since the start. And we've moved it back down to double XP. I'm like, you gave us triple at launch. <laughs> that, yeah. I, I was wondering how kids are prestiging so fast, because I, I, when you're in competitive, you're not leveling up or anything, but you're putting enough time in the game. And I go back mm-hmm. into a pub, and I got like five fourth prestigious i'm like how did you get there in the first week it's like oh triple xp i see i see yeah i mean i think you're right i think you hit the nail on the head most likely which is that uh that player base went down because i think i saw another article come out around the same point where some uh another person in the industry said something along the lines of destiny doesn't have the proper content to cause people to go back to it who Mm -hmm. aren't who aren't like deep 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 into that fucking like game Destiny and one people yeah like all yeah. the way in for the ride yeah like and i know people who returned i don't know if you did but i, I just heard some people i know people return to, destiny. to destiny yeah one. they're yeah. like we're going back to destiny one i'm like fuck man uh yeah it's weird man i don't i it, the, the thing is this entire week this is why i was saying on the twitter i was like it, when we were talking i was like there's a lot to cover 80% of it is me not understanding what people are saying. I'm not mean. It is. There, there is literally it one is. topic we have here that we didn't go, what the fuck does this mean? Exactly. That was the Doom review. We didn't know what the fuck he meant by, we don't enjoy linear games. We don't know what the fuck he meant when he said that they're not changing their strategies despite such big blowbacks. We don't know what the fuck the Take-Two president was smoking. And we don't know what the hell the Destiny 2 development team's on where they didn't know they were XP or they did. And they yeah. just didn't say it. It's like, yeah, yeah, dude. I it's it's been quite the week. I mean, when you look back at this week, there's a I, especially if I'm is. doing a news video. There's yeah. who? <laughs> yeah. Did you say you found it? Found what? Oh, uh, oh, I thought you said you found the video or found the comment or something. No, on, no, no. Um, oh, I was just gonna say that if I'm doing a video, then yeah, you know, especially yeah. a news video, you know, something must be up because <laughs> I, I, I mean, some of these are so confusing and so, I mean. They're not people are going to think we're saying we're dumb. It's not that at all. It's that what they're saying doesn't make a logical sense, even if you're not looking at the bigger argument. And, you know, like with Bungie, where you're all, what do you mean you don't know? Because if we all buy off on what some of these people are saying, then there's a very, there's almost an embarrassing discussion that has to be 
made where you have to be like, so you shouldn't return to work on Monday mm-hmm. because you have no fucking clue. <laughs> I mean, this here is they're all AAA. That's yeah. Basic. Oh, fuck. EA, That's K2, true. Bungie. Did you play Elix, dude? No. Dude, I'm couple, telling you. A couple of viewers when it dropped were like, you should try it because you like Fallout. Yeah, and I'm telling you right now, it's not a AAA. It doesn't have micros. And um, it might be it might be one of those palate cleanser games to wipe this week away. Because I feel like I need that. I actually, this week has been really weird where I'm all, I'm going to go into the weekend and I think I'm going to do something a little bit different because I've been so confused by what a lot of the companies are saying, what they're doing, and all the like dark little recesses that they're poking. And then they're all, oh... You caught us. Hi. <laughs> You're all, wait. Oh, what? hello there. Yeah, you were hiding. Spin in the chair with the, the body on the table and they're just operating on it. Yeah. Oh, we didn't yeah. see you there. Yeah. Please so come in. I, I, it, it's just a really weird fucking week because I, I mean, and you know what's even sadder? Luke's, Luke, the Smith, the, they're one of their main PR guys or whatever. He, you know, he was a journalist. He was, which one? One up, one up yours or whatever. Like I'm not he was. Percent sure, but I do remember. Yeah, that. and you know that. I mean, do all these people just go? Nah, yeah, okay. big bad bungee. Yeah, <laughs> or are they internally going? What the fuck are we doing? I one of these days, I'm going to be able to get somebody who like doesn't work in the industry and be all okay. Come on a podcast and just. Yeah. You know, it'll I be mean, like that whistle. Like I, like I said, with uh, the review policy with Bethesda, I mean, they went back on that. But I specifically remember meeting up with one of the Bethesda's representatives at PAX and going, why did you guys do this? And he went, right. I have no fucking clue. That's all he said. He's like, I, I really don't know what they're thinking. I'm like, wow. You know, so, I mean, they're their own individual peoples. It's not like this hive mind where they all share the same thoughts. But you'd think they'd all be able to see eye to eye, especially when you're dealing with PR and shit. It's like, you want to hear tell- a story? What? They re- they reversed it right, so yeah. you've got games, I've got games. Guess what? The only game I haven't got since that all started, Doom VR. And guess what? I rated Doom Switch never touch. Mm. And I'm like, wait a minute, or I, I sorry, wait, uh, a deep deep sale. And I was like, that is very odd that they had not only reversed it, but had been very clear in and you know the emails where they're like, we've changed. We're fucking changed everything. Phone and call oh, everything. you guys. Yeah, you guys fucking have every game you want and blah, blah, blah. And we were like, whoa, what the fuck's happening behind the scenes? And all of a sudden, I wasn't getting any responses. <laughs> and I'm not lying, dude. The Switch review code was like, da, 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 we've got you this review code for Doom. It's yeah. fucking great. And you can have it. And, and, and then after that. <laughs> and I don't even want to. I don't even want to know if somebody's mad about it. And that's why this one single game, Skyrim VR, boom, got it instantly. And, but this one, they're just like, and I even, I I got a Skyrim PSVR code too, but I didn't get one for Doom. Well, okay. Okay. That makes me, I just thought now, now you're just pushing my fucking conspiracy buttons. No, no, I'm sorry. I just, I was, maybe I'm wrong. You said that it clicked to me (laughs) because I was thinking like, I, because for me, I don't expect, because you're, you're like the review guy. For me, Like I don't expect them all the time. And sometimes they do end up landing in my inbox, which yeah. is great. Uh, despite not requesting them. Like I got Doom Switch. I got Skyrim Switch. And I got and Skyrim. And you don't have a PSVR, PSVR, brother. Yes, I do not. So I gave it so, a Patreon. <laughs> so so like, they gave you go. that code. 
they gave you that code but didn't get okay 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 maybe i'll feel a little less conspiratorial because i don't okay so and you've got them all too like mm-hmm. i have yes so they might just have known it sucked and didn't send it to the certain people oh, in case i just you're right <laughs> i think what so if, they're just like this sucks man don't give it to them <laughs> or or the, they know that like technical stuff you know, video especially, because I know a lot of the people they gave the codes for, you know, just have the three screenshots on the, and they, you know, so maybe it was where they were like, eh. I mean, maybe, God damn. I, you, you threw a wrench in my entire I'm idea. Sorry. No, that's all right. I was like, I'm glad you did because I didn't say anything on the podcast, but I, I was felt, felt a little bit odd about that and i was like i wonder if i'm going to mention a video or something but i don't think i am now i'm just going to assume <laughs> that maybe it was protective okay, and they were all fuck yeah they were like we, we should watch out hmm. well and that'll do uh do it for all the news we have for episode 135 of the ham radio podcast carrick thanks for doing another one-on-one with yours yeah you it's been fucking you awesome sadly we have to welcome loan back after all this good i was gonna we say <laughs> He can't come back. Just don't call him yeah. and let him ring in a bunch of times to be off. Adam, at the end of the episode, will be like, sorry, dude, we, we thought you weren't coming, but you want to close this out for us? That's awesome. Anyway, we hope you guys enjoyed our hashtag of the week. Man, it is hard to pick a, a positive one here. Yeah, let's do a positive one because I was going to say, what the fuck are they saying? You know, hashtag or something, but <laughs> what, what is positive? Okay. Thank God for no, because people are going to jump on that. I was going to say thank God for CD Projekt Red, but then people no. are going to think, you know what I mean? <laughs> no. We would have been burned. We're not feeling that, that fire, especially after the shit we both said. Um, yeah. <sighs> bless Indies, because they're not the ones who are yeah. fucking us right now. Yeah, you could just say blessed Indies. Yeah. Bless these blessed Indies. Yeah, blessed Indies. So if you got this far in the podcast. Tweet at the following handles you see on screen at G27Status, at Jeremy Penter, and feel free to include Lone, you know, at Lone Vault Wander. Uh, tweet us the hashtag Blessed Indies. That is B L E S S E D I N D I E S. Because, you know, we don't want people sending us like Indies, like with E E Z or something like that. <laughs> I get it just right. So we hope you guys enjoyed, and we will catch you in next week's episode. Peace out. Peace out.